Hey everyone, welcome to the first episode of Kingdom Dreamers Podcast. Ryan Rieger here with my good friend Stephen Hibbert. We're so excited to bring this to you. So we were just uh, recording episode one and we just said, hey, let's just hit record. So what you hear after this is just like kind of in the middle of our conversation. Uh, but this in this episode, we'll tell you what we feel like this episode's about or what this podcast will be about and who we're trying to serve. So hope you enjoy it. So we've had multiple conversations over the last several months with people in ministry, and we bring a unique business mind and a way of looking at things to these kingdom problems. And everybody we talk to are like, wow, this is unique. It's outside the box. We've never done it this way before. We've never thought about it this way before. And so we just want to capture these conversations and help. And at least it's we know it's going to be fascinating to us because we enjoy having these conversations, but we think there's other people that might want to have a fresh way to approach kingdom problems. And we feel like business can do that in a unique way and create some neat win-wins and uh, just do it, um, do it in a way that most people have not thought of before. So that's what we think this at least part of this podcast is going to be. <laughs> yeah, it's very interesting to talk to um, pastors, missionaries, and just, I feel like they get into, I don't want to say a rut because that maybe sounds negative, but a, a certain way of thinking, and mm-hmm. then it like prevents them to just creatively think about different things. Yeah. I think yeah. a lot of the conversation we're having, I'm really enjoying them. And it is a lot yeah. of like, oh, we've never thought about that. I wonder if we could. Um, we had a really good conversation with Eric, which I think we should definitely have it on as a guest. Yes. He's had an idea inside him for a long time, but I think he was so focused on just like all the other things they had to focus on. He couldn't dream. And I think that conversation just sparked in both of us like, oh, yeah. we have a unique perspective. We can come in and kind of just talk to and say, hey, what about this? What do you think about this? And what are the things that you really want to do? Let's really help you think through this. I think as a missionary, it's hard to think about like business and the finance and raising the capital mm-hmm. for it's like, that's mm-hmm. not your day to day. You focus on so many other things. But I do feel personally now God has called me to come in and just bring a different perspective. We yes. had a conversation with a uh, a more business minded and Ryan tapped me just to have uh, the financial side and ask like financial questions. And it was like, Oh, that is my strength. Uh-huh. I think I'm constantly looking for like, what is my body of Christ position? Yes. And I'm always like, I'm not this, I'm not this. I don't know what this is, but yeah. I think something is being unlocked in me. And I, I, I yeah. want to bring that also to the podcast where it's just, here's where I'm coming from. This is just yes. a discovery of me to try to figure it out. Cause I think a lot of people are on the same journey it seems like a lot of conversations that we're having are the same thing it's like oh i didn't think that this was a, my talent i didn't think this right. was my gift but i see now what it is and now i'm using it yeah and now it's catapulting far it beyond is. what i could have wildly imagined this being so yeah for those people listening it's also thinking through like well my i don't see where my gifts talents and abilities even can be helpful in the kingdom <clears throat> and i would challenge you that Steven's in this journey right now trying to figure this out. He loves real estate. He's really good at real estate. But how in the world does that does that translate into the kingdom and ministry? And he's had a, a tough time figuring that out. But as we've had multiple conversations with people, he's now seeing where the Lord is bringing that desire back. And that is, is going to be able to use that exact skill set 
to help the kingdom. And so for those of you listening to have some off the wall, it's not, you're not a preacher, you're not a pastor, you're not a teacher, you're not a prophet. You may be a business guy and you're thinking, where in the world does my business skill set play in the kingdom? Well, I'm telling you, it's very valuable and we need your gift. And so if our, if kingdom dreamers is nothing but that, then we feel like that has been successful in helping you unlock that and realize that you have a skill and the kingdom needs you. So um, second, Malene's calling me. Hold on a second. <laughs> I guess something that I'm uh, always going back to and referencing is the story of the talents. And my biggest fear, I think, is being the one that's hiding the talents. Like, I, I don't want to go and bury my talents and then come back um, to the person that gave me those talents and then feel like I've missed out on those opportunities. I, I love that story when they go and invest their talents. And it, it, it's always odd to me to try to figure out like, what is my talent and how do I use my gift? It, it's something I'm constantly struggling with. I feel like I'm a creative thinking problem solving business person but when i read the word it's not like that's not defined in here it's much easier right. to go like oh if you're a preacher this is what it like you can't yeah. like people to look up to but I, I there's not at least maybe not the way that i'm studying the bible like seeing this business person that's creatively thinking this is the solution i mean I, yeah. that story when the uh, group of guys brought the crippled to jesus through the roof it was just like that i love Yes. That kind of stuff like the creative problem solving. Ooh, I'm like all into so good. that, but I don't know how to use that in the kingdom. Yeah. So this I definitely think is the journey that I'm on. But yes, like Ryan said, it the doors are opening now and it's getting very exciting. And I yes. think the podcast dream or kingdom dreamers podcast, I hope will help other people see like, oh, I do yeah. have a kind of unique skill and gift and I don't know where to use this. Let me see about just asking questions. I think conversation really open that door. Because I think I was personally just closing that to go, I don't know if this is something I'm called to do because it yeah. doesn't seem like I'm getting anywhere. And I feel like yeah. God would normally open a door if you knock. And I just felt like yeah. I don't want to force my way into this, so I'm going to back off. But then Ryan came and we had a trip here in Florida and all the doors opened. And I was like, okay, <laughs> well, back <laughs> on. It, it, this is my gift. This is my skill. I was questioning it. But now with the doors being open, I feel like this is God calling me to use this skill and talent, even though I don't fully define yes. it or know how to use it yet yes yeah, so guys welcome to episode one of the kingdom dreamers <laughs> podcast we started this off a little bit different than we probably will that's start other true. episodes but that's okay we just hit record and we're talking so um i guess Stephen, let's talk about what we think we should be talking about in an episode one of any podcast which is <laughs> what is this about which i think we kind of covered what it's about it's our our heart is to bring business solutions to kingdom problems we've we we were trying to figure out what what in the world to call this podcast and one of the other names that we thought of was kingdom fixer and we looked up fixer and that kind of is a you know in the dictionary it's kind of a bad thing like a bad guy that comes in and fixes problems in a in a in a legal way and we were certainly don't want to do anything illegal. Um, we feel like the fixer does feel like a good kind of a fit with like, bring us any, any kingdom problem. And we feel like we can at least attempt to think about it. We have brought many different solutions to different problems. And if we don't know the answer, we probably know point somebody right that direction. does. Exactly. So we can point people in the right direction. So kingdom fixer was another a term we thought about for this that was podcast. Still my vote. <laughs> but we decided to go with kingdom dreamers because we want to help 
people dream again. And this comes from um, so many conversations we've had. And one in particular that stands out was when, and Eric now talks about it on his podcast, oh, that's awesome. um, which is cool, Revival Cry. So I have a friend named Eric Miller. He is a, a missionary to the Philippines. And I have you know, had, I've known him for a couple of years now, but finally just decided I got to meet this guy in person. Um, he right before he's now literally just got back to the Philippines, but he was here for a couple of years uh, due to COVID. And so I flew to, to Orlando to meet him, but I first stopped in Tampa, picked up Stephen. We drove to Orlando and hung out with him and Scott Brown. Scott's the development director of Globe International. We hung up out, out with both of those guys for a couple of days. But before meeting with Scott, we had a whole day with Eric and we were at a Starbucks and I think might have been Ar Auburndale, Florida. Was that <laughs> right around there yeah. or Lakeland? I don't know. It was uh... <laughs> it was right outside Lakeland, but I don't know the name. OK, so we were in a Starbucks sitting there on a Sunday afternoon talking to him about his ministry. And he said that we asked him a question that really nobody's ever asked him. And it was, Eric, what's your dream? And we love brainstorming with people. We love brainstorming with business people. Um, but we feel like this podcast is helping ministry people brainstorm and take the shackles and or maybe another way to think about this is those dreams that are down in your heart that you've put on a shelf. Let's take them off that shelf, dust them off and say, OK, you know, these dreams that God placed in me maybe years ago that you've not thought about, maybe ministry's gotten in the way uh, you've you're uh, you're just doing everyday ministry just you're you're eking it out you're believing god for every penny and you just don't see how in the world though that dream that he gave you years ago could ever happen because you're just barely making it right now and so we asked him um not that Erickson necessarily in that position but he just this was a dream he had not thought about for a while and or not really told anybody about. So he began to, un and we'll have him on the podcast if he wants to share this specific dream. But he started just unloading and talking about some of the things that God's placed in his heart for the Philippines. And we helped him walk away from that conversation, believing that it was possible to achieve that. And we feel like we, you know, if he wants to move forward, that that's something that if Stephen and I feel led to, we could come alongside him and help him make that happen. Um, so those are, and he just is all excited about it now. So we help people dream again, and we want to help you do that. So if you have a, a dream inside your heart and you want to brainstorm with us, we'd love to have you on as a guest on the podcast. But Stephen, any thoughts on that part of it, of helping them dream again? Yeah, I think it was, I identified, especially with Eric, that it was just like personal hurdles. Like yeah. he would get to a point and go, I don't know how to do this, so I can't continue this thought process. Like it, it just, it seems so wild that it can't yeah. be something that I do right now because of there's so many things going on. But I think we were able to go like, that, that's not that big of a hurdle. It, right. It's like even the mental hurdle or a money hurdle, it's just like we've talked to a lot of people and they go, oh, this is like unsurmountable. And we just go, but yeah, but you could do it this way. And it just like unlocks something. And yeah. then I think that's why he yeah. got so excited and revved up because it was just like, oh, I, I've constantly thought about this and I've constantly hit this wall and I don't know how to get over this. And it felt like we were just able to like boost him up and go, this is not that big of a wall. We could help you very easily get yeah. over this and just continue yeah. this thought process to like really sure. make this wild. Because he even, 
has very big connections in the Philippines. And it was just like, why don't you ask them? And he was like, I had never even thought to even like go to them and consider thinking yeah. about this. They, they're already helping us in so many different ways. I would think they would love to be a part of mm -hmm. this. And it was just like, oh, this is interesting. Like we can see problems from just a different perspective. I'm not saying better or worse. I, I always feel like I don't know what really is going on, but it's like I can at least see a problem and go, <laughs> what about this? Like I don't have the answer yeah. for, but if you just think about it slightly different. Yeah. I think Scott too, the conversation we had with Scott when he was telling us about like, we do it this way things are changing. And I was just like, well, how about this? And he was like, oh, we've never thought about that. Let me go back to the board and ask and questions. And then then we had more conversations with him. It was just like, oh, it's yeah. almost like we're unlocking something and we're all figuring this out together. We're just bringing yeah. another piece of the puzzle to go, this might help you finish it. I don't know, but what if, what if we just look at this and figure yeah. out if these pieces come up? But I, I think this is another piece of it is just like, I think even in myself, I come to walls and it's like, I have to get in community to then mm -hmm. like unlock mm -hmm. and get to that next level. And I think yeah. this is what I enjoy most about the conversations that we're having is just like, it's these people are stuck, not in any major piece, but I think it's just because like life is so hectic, especially for missionary going all over the place. It's like, yeah. you don't have the time to really like sit down and process this. We give you that space to just dream and really like process and think through to like reality mm -hmm. right before we hit record i was telling ryan about some dreaming things and he was like that's all great but i think we should have some practicality also in this so i i don't know how that will evolve but i think that is a a key piece that we should add to this podcast we don't want it to just be all dreams and hype and then no mm, action that's good. i think we do want to have uh, yeah a strategy built out to where you can like move the ball forward instead of yes. just like making you feel good there's actual proof yes um, in whatever the dream is moving it yeah. forward getting it completed yeah or at least started That's, yeah so what does that look like i think it, uh, maybe um it could be where we just have a conversation with somebody and we help them dream it's almost like the business brainstorms that sometimes you and i do mm -hmm. with folks um where it's um okay we are entrepreneurs and we can come up with a hundred different ideas for somebody on a call. Now, those may not be the right ideas. So it's a, a process that Jenny and I used to do a lot with businesses. When we do our business brainstorming sessions, we call it the ABC process. We look at somebody's assets. What's everything you have access to? All of your connections, your social media accounts, you know, trying to figure out what all, what's their low hanging fruit. And then we put a bunch of bees on the business ideas, a bunch of ideas. We put them on the table um, and you may have a ton of different things on there and it's a mess. Like I could go this direction and this direction and this directions. Um, but then it's the last of the C, the call to action. So what are the two, what are the top two or three ideas? And then what are the first three, what, is it, what are some things at least to go down that road and explore this? So for somebody in ministry listening to this, um, it could be where, what are some of those big dreams on your heart that you just don't see a way forward? Well, on a call with us, I think we could identify what, some ways to at least test this out, at least move that ball forward, at least start that direction. In our business, we all, uh, Stephen is the master at testing ideas. And you got to test. You want to test small, test, you fail fast. Um, and failure is not a bad thing. So for ministry, it could be, you know, you have an idea. Let's just um, let's just try something quick. Let's uh, let's throw it out on social media. Let's send it out to your email list. Let's see what um, what kind of reaction you get. Um, you know, something. What's a practical thing that you can do 
to at least move that move towards that dream. Um, I think that we can really help out with that. Yeah, you call me the master of testing. I think it's just I'm not afraid to fail, and I love yeah. failing fast because I'm just looking for that 20% that works. I kind of know yeah. that 80% of the stuff that I'm going to do is not going to work. Yeah. Why overthink it? I have ideas, but as soon as I bring them to the market, I know they're going to fail. It almost, I think, really helped me when me and my brother were selling merch and doing uh -huh. it digitally so we could test a lot of stuff. And then yeah. me and Nathaniel would make... I mean, nonsensical bets, like you're going to do the dishes if this doesn't work. But he would say, oh, this green on black would work or this saying would work. And I go, I don't think so. And then we'd test it. And then sometimes yeah. he'd be right. Sometimes I'd be right. And then sometimes we would both be wildly wrong. And then yeah. even things that Nathaniel would see and go like, ah, we should test this, but this is yeah. never going to work. That would take off. And we go like, we don't know what is best. Like as smart as we are in that business space, it's still kind of the wild west to like what's truly going to yes. work. So just yeah. going through and testing all that stuff to go like, let's look at the data to see what actually yeah. works and why, and then just lean into that. And I think that's maybe why I'm having a little fiction with like people I'm talking to. It's just like they, they've been doing it this way. It's always kind of been done this way. Now the pandemic has happened. Things have been kind of shaken up, but they just don't know any other way to do it. So they mm -hmm. kind of keep hammering this way. And I just go like, hey, times have changed. Things have changed. How about this? What do you think of mm -hmm. this? And mm -hmm. I, I think because it's such a ingrained, we've done it like this. Billy's grandmother's father started this church. This is how we've always done it. It's like, <laughs> okay, but that was like so yeah. many years ago that it, it, it can't be the same. Things always right. change. Life always changes. Things are always constantly changing. Yeah. Don't you think you should change a little bit with the time? Like just try some new stuff. I think, I don't know if churches are unwilling to change or just very difficult to change. Yeah. I think the congregation plays into that too. We, we've talked to a couple of pastors where they go, I want to get rid of the printed bulletin the congregation just will not let go of that printed bulletin it's just mm -hmm. interesting things that we're finding out about um in that vein of just like trying to help people and think differently yeah. but yeah. failing i think is a, a key piece of this but i would love to sure. especially eric have eric on with that idea that we talked about or just even somebody new that we have a discovery call with and have that recorded and then mm -hmm. follow up with them in three months six months and yeah. then just see the growth of it and go hey this person thought this way and we just thought it through as a group and collectively mm -hmm. made a decision and then this is where it's ended up like yep. I, I think there's a lot of amazing things that we are currently a part of and mm -hmm. i would love for that to be just talked about just yeah. as a conversation because i think a lot of the conversation i'm having is just like when they say i've never even thought of this or i've never heard of this i go i can't be <laughs> especially with older people that are in their 70s 80s it's like i can't be the first person to tell you about this it, it, maybe it's just like because i'm almost forcing you to have this conversation or <laughs> sitting you down that like you're having to process and think through this but it can't be the yeah. first time you've heard this like it, it just yeah. is frustrating to me and i think that <laughs> after now seeing a little bit of the doors open i go okay i'm not crazy <laughs> yeah I've, i'm empowered and emboldened to like kind of carry this through how do we have more of these conversations i think this podcast to me is just like let's get more of these messages and ideas yes. out there and let's see what comes of it i could be wrong i have no yeah. idea but i'm I, i'm unwilling to just say that's the way we've been doing it the status quo is right you can't live with that yeah. So let's talk about a couple of examples of things that are concrete examples of conversations we've had with folks without giving up any names or anything that we feel like it, well, are out of the box just solutions. So like, for example, maybe do you want to talk about the pastor you talked to about the, the real estate stuff and give that example? Um, the one in Florida when uh -huh. he had a couple of houses. Yeah. 
So just to give folks an idea of like some of the out of the box things that we're thinking that are solutions for for raising, because uh, it comes down to this, and I think everybody would agree with this. The old way of raising money is just, it's getting harder and harder to just constantly have your hand out and saying, here, I'm a, I'm a worthy ministry, which you are, and you need money. You need funds to advance your uh, agenda and the things that God's placed on your heart. But I can imagine it's getting harder and harder to do it the same way. And so rather than fighting for those same dollars, can you do something creative? And I think that's what you and I bring to the table, Stephen. So let's talk about that. Yeah. Let's, can you lay in just a couple of minutes, lay out that, lay out yeah, an example. So. Cause there's other churches going through the same exact thing that have these assets that aren't using them. Yeah. And I, I think I can almost lay a foundation of, cause I can almost like feel, cause I've talked to a lot of pastors now that like curling back where like church is not a business and then they yeah. have the nonprofit and I, I'm, learning more about that to kind of navigate those waters. And I know it's not clear, but I think some of this is coming from other churches already doing this. So mm -hmm. it can be done. So it's not just like a wild idea that I go, what about this? It's never been done before. It's like, I, I see this church doing it this way. I don't fully understand or know when I, I was going to talk to the accountant and then we just got busy, but I want to know like from the legal standpoint, what is legal and illegal yeah. and then what's ethical and unethical. Cause I don't, not every church falls on the same ethical line and not every church falls on the same legal line. Cause there's different nonprofits, but it's just, I'm seeing now what churches are doing and just like bringing some of those other ideas back over to other places. The, the church has multiple church buildings, but they don't rent them out. And even on one of the church properties, because of the way it was sold, the owner sectioned off, but the back half he sold separately, but the church could have bought that property. Uh, previous to that, we talked to a church that has multiple properties connected to the church and not connected to the church, and they're a very small church, and they are thriving because of the real estate side, and it's not like they're they're doing a lot of the work from inside the community of the church to create the properties to make them very uh, high quality properties to rent out or to at any point, if any church member has a friend that's going through whatever, they can put them up in the house. So it's like a secondary benefit of, mm -hmm. but it also generates a bunch of income. So the other church, I was just saying like, why not rent out the church for events? Like why not buy the building behind and have that as an income producing piece? But they were like, we can't do that. We're a nonprofit. And I, I just was like, well, these other churches are kind of doing that. So now they're in conversations with their accountant and seeing, yeah. like, is this legal yeah. or not legal? So it, actually Monday night, they, I was talking to them and they said, it, it is possible, but we don't know like where the lines are drawn. And the board yeah. is an older board and they just, they feel uncomfortable with it. We're at, he is going to champion it and kind of pursue it because the church is now starting to really get squeezed. So yeah. I think that pressure of difficulty might <laughs> yeah and we know it's so possible because our that um the event for the legends group that our e-commerce church was in a church and they rented it out and i paid them to rent out that space for the for two days that we were there and so i know it can be done and i know it can be done legally um of course i'm not an attorney or a tax accountant at all but um, yeah i don't want to test anybody's ethics to say but yeah. i just want to show like it, it is being done like yeah. you saying it can't be done and I just ask them like, why is this a, a ethical personal? And they, they said it was illegal. And that's why I was like, it, it, that can't, that can't. Be Unless right. all these other churches are breaking the law. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. But I think they just don't know. So the default is 
no. It's not, I, it's, I think it's, that's fine, but yeah. I am willing to push back more. Yes. Yeah, you're really go, good at that. I can't be crazy. <laughs> there yeah. has to be a way. Because even if they say no to this, I'll just go, well, okay, how about this? So it's like, a, it not yeah. you're not saying no to that, but you're just saying yes. Yeah, it's just like your example with Jesus and the guys that cut a hole in the roof. Okay, well, the, the front door is blocked. Okay, let's try the window. <laughs> nope, window's locked. Okay, what else can we do? We can dig a hole under? No, that's not going to work. The roof. Let's try the roof. And that worked. And they definitely you know? damaged that roof. They were bold. That's why I said it. it I get in more empowered to see like oh there were some people that maybe crossed the lot like it, you're damaging property that's illegal it's like okay if you want they probably to went right back up and fixed it for the guy or exactly. paid somebody to do it for him but they're exactly. cool with that because their friend got healed oh man <laughs> oh, that's good okay so that's the, the church example um, i'd love to have scott on this too to just because there's oh, totally. so many conversations where it's been he's just been like i don't know yeah I don't like this. No, the other it. conversation maybe and we can wrap up this episode because we could go for hours and hours we've got to have <laughs> content for all the other episodes um is that the gentleman we talked to that was is from the netherlands and we were talking about real estate in kenya but essentially what he does and they're already doing things outside the box um which are they are empowering church planters to uh, be able to start businesses to fund their church planting efforts. What and they so call it? village banking, is that what they call it? They were talking, I mean, they do different things, but yeah, that's what the conversation we had, the banking conversation with him. And we had a conversation about, um, there was a, a church planter in Kenya that needed space. And we were thinking, well, could they buy this piece of land, buy a building on it, tell. live in one side, <laughs> rent out the other. Um, and these are just, I mean, in the in the business world, those are normal stuff. Ideas, um, not not you, like you said, not unique, crazy ideas at all. But in ministry, though, we've talked to folks that are like, "Wow, this is outside the box, really crazy things," but it can be done, and uh, we want to help those things happen. So, is there any other examples come to mind of things, the practical examples that somebody can listen to and think, "Ooh, that could be a solution to my problem." I don't know, but I think just whenever anybody listening here's something a new idea and you immediately have a gut check to go like we're a nonprofit. explore the idea a little bit more find right. what the actual rules are because as yeah. i and i'm no lawyer i'm not doing any tax i'm not cpm not any of that stuff but i'm just reading through some of the law and then seeing like the different classifications and then there's some like grandfathering in things but it's just like it's very interesting and mm -hmm. i think church should be more aware instead of just going like we're not a business i'm kicking back at the idea because it might bring some extra money into the church it's like but that's what the church is looking for is to bring more money jesus had 12 friends <laughs> they all had jobs and businesses and they brought in money like it, it yeah. yes a lot was given but they still i believe still worked and brought in money like isn't that what yeah. the church should be doing is adapting to and figuring out how they can survive is it better for a church to have a business and survive or not and say we only live off of donations and then the church dies it's just like it it, yeah. it saddens me over the pandemic that church is closed when i yeah i don't know but i felt like some of the situations that i heard it was just like if they just tried this or tweaked this or adjusted this <laughs> Yeah. I'm not saying they would have thrived, but I think they would have been able to at least survive to continue yeah. on to where then the harvest comes back and then they'll be back on their feet. But instead of they just like, it just seemed like thoughts and ideas shut the church down. Not really any true. I just feel like the pandemic has changed a lot of things and 
if you're listening and you have a church, a nonprofit, anything, and you just think that will never work for me, explore the idea that I'll, I'll yeah. hopefully pull on some heartstrings there where it's just like, just listen to some ideas and see, and then run them down and say, this is exactly the reason why, because it's unethical for us or it's illegal for us. That's fine. But it, just don't take it for a gut check to say no right yeah. away. Think through and process through some of the ideas. Yeah, that's good. Cool. Well, Stephen, anything else? Should we talk about the podcast network real fast and, or anything? Yeah, so we're, um, the whole, whole idea behind this, um, and we can talk about this in another episode, uh, that conversation with Eric that turned into a podcast network, but we have a podcast network called Caruso Podcast Network. Caruso in Greek means to proclaim. And this is for ministry leaders, pastors, missionaries, evangelists, anybody out there preaching the gospel that either has a podcast or wants to start a podcast. We want to create a, we already have a network. We, we're starting, we, we have a few clients now, a network where we help you grow your podcast. We grow, you help you grow your ministry. Uh, there'll be cross promotion of, you know, like, let's say, you know, Steven's coming out with a new book and he's one of our clients. Well, then we try to get him on the podcast of the other people in the network and then vice versa. So we're all growing our ministries together, um, help you with social media. We have a, a Facebook group that you can be a part of as a part of the network where we want to go live once or twice a month to get to know these guys that are in there, these ladies too, and uh, figure out how can we serve you? How can we bring our business mindset to your ministry and help grow your ministry? So if you're interested in that, just check out CrusoePodcastNetwork.com. And if you want to be a guest on this show, just let us know. We always looking for people who have a, have a cool story, have some dreams you want to share on the, on the air and how we can potentially uh, work with you to bring those dreams to pass. Yeah, I just, I guess I want to piggyback on that podcast network. That really came from us trying to serve. Yeah. And just having a lot of conversations. And yeah. then we saw a need and people came to us with that. And I think both of us were like, we don't know anything about this podcast network, but we love the concept, the idea. And I, I yeah. think we added a little bit more onto it of just like, hey, instead of just a network where we're supporting with services, why not make a community so that we can all help each other? Um, and we do just want to serve. And I think that's why yeah. I feel more emboldened because it's not like I'm coming to the church wanting to take advantage. I just go, mm. a lot of churches have closed. I feel that it's been slightly unnecessary. I don't factually know, but I don't want churches that I'm involved with to fail. So I feel like I have to say something. So mm -hmm. it's just a coming from a server's heart of just like, what about this? Not going, yeah. I know the answer. It's just like, <laughs> you're saying this? But how about we look at it this way and just see yeah. what comes out of it? And I think that's what this podcast um, is about. The, the dreamers piece of it is just like you can't just know and shut down. I love to test. Let's try it out. If it fails, yeah. we learn and go on to the next. But just test, 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 try, listen. Let's. What about this? And yeah. I think it'll be fascinating to have people on the podcast and then check in with them in years and go, this is coming from a conversation. That's where this whole thing started. It was just exactly. communication with uh person with a community it just is through conversation i think a lot of this is being birthed and it's very exciting yeah. to just go like oh i can have a conversation and really change the trajectory of a pastor a ministry a church it's, yes it's fascinating to see that yep love it well guys thanks so much for listening to episode one we'll see you on the next episode